starting now <laughs> oh my god oh my gosh it, look at us there she is los angeles Catherine hughes the glendale baby of 2023 that's how they voted me as best baby <laughs> in glendale <laughs> you guys can't see her but i'll report to you that la has in fact changed her she is so dark now holy shit she's I also like dua lipa <laughs> i am literally zooming with dua lipa right now it's it's concerning and confusing that's right it's dua lipa time also you are too skinny oh yeah i haven't i haven't been eating massy kebabs every day <laughs> have you Miss... had massy kebabs what are they it's like a it's a mall it was a mall exclusive kebabbery <laughs> kebabbery that's what they call themselves, a kebabbery, armed kebabbery. kebabbery. Um, and they were only in malls and then the, the only standalone ones in Glendale. So Chris and I have been going to Massey Kebabs. You Masis. are doing so. Masis Kebabs. We've been to the Ooh. Glendale Galleria 1,000 times. Delicious. It's so good. I love the so, Glendale Galleria. Katie, everybody wants to know, how are you? Very bad. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> Are you really very bad? <laughs> no. No. Why? What's you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Did your house get shot up there too? Are you the problem? What you happened? You wouldn't believe how bad we're doing. I, I've been lying because everyone's been asking me how you've been doing. I've been uh. just like amazing. <laughs> Amazeball. Oh, she's doing so good. Um, So um. a week into living here i got fired so (laughs) 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 is this recording make sure this is recording because we are oh katie what didn't you just get promoted yeah and i said that when they were firing me why what the fuck of course Ugh. Why did you get? Wow! I am honestly, <laughs> Katie, you've done it again. You, sh- you have shocked our audiences. What? I am floor. <sighs> First of all, I'm so sorry. Okay. Hold oh. on. I gotta turn on the air conditioning because I'm getting all sweaty laughing about this. Hold oh. on one second. <laughs> oh, Katie's literally no. been living in LA for less than a month. A week after she gets there, gets her nice, fancy-ass apartment, moves across the country, kind of. Okay, okay sorry. What? Tell me everything. Why okay. the fuck did they... They loved you. <laughs> they did love this me. Is, this is a shock. It's, <laughs> I know our audience is going to be shocked. Um, so I was... Uh, as you know, as our, as our dear listeners may know, I never did a lot of work at my job in the last... <laughs> six to eight months, maybe a year. And here's the thing. I felt like it was all the work I had done. It was just kind of like the opposite side of that coin where it's like, sometimes we're not busy. And then they had me on all these different brands. Like they put me on Moen, which that's a, it's a Moen faucet. I'm going to tear that shit out. Absolutely. Um, 
uh, and then they put me on like Pfizer and they put me on these different things and they would immediately be like, all right, the team's full. And so I was just like, sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet free ride. And then they had like a meeting on a Friday morning that just popped up on my calendar on like Thursday night at midnight. And I was just like, okay. It was like check-in. And I'm like, well, we did just have a check-in. So this can't be good. And I show up and the lady who's like the main boss, Myra, she was on the call and I was just like, yeah, that's not good. That's the one who went, I think she does stand up. <laughs> Wait, tell that story again. <laughs> oh yeah. So the day I got promoted, I was in a, a big old Zoom meeting and they they put up a picture from my LinkedIn, which was me doing stand up at like a don't tell show at, in Highlands, in the Virginia Islands. And uh, my boss just goes, and I guess she does stand up. A.T. Hughes. A.T. And I guess Hughes. she does stand up. Okay, so she was on the meeting. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. And then the HR lady, her her name's also Katie. She pops in. But Myra had already like broken the news. So she was like, so I guess, you know. And I'm like, yeah. What you don't get a meeting with the boss. What were it, their reasons for firing you? Well, it was like laid off. So I guess I can't say fired. Fired is a a term for people who did something wrong. So I got laid off because they didn't have any work. So this big international advertising agency has no work for me so they didn't say it was because of your performance it was anything. not performance no okay, and i good. was like but i just got promoted i literally was like i just got promoted and they go uh and you deserved it <laughs> shut the fuck up are you fucking serious go, and is, you deserved uh, it this is can i be honest unreal <laughs> i know it's been a very very bad week <laughs> i cannot fucking believe that did they give you a severance package yeah so i get like four weeks severance um to add on to the last six months that i've been kind of being severed i suppose so i got like my regular paycheck on the 15th and i get two more paychecks why would they promote nothing. you if they did they just realize there's not enough work like i feel like they were gonna i feel like they were they said it was like well you you deserved it and it was about time and i'm like yeah but i don't think that would have stopped me from like getting fired had they not promoted me how many people sense. did they let go um they let go at least three from the atlanta office that had been merged with them so they were like it was me this chick maya who lives in detroit and she was like an art director and then uh like a an account person named sarah well can um, i be honest mm. i've been on katie has slept at my house many of times we have spent so many times together when she's in a meeting <laughs> and from what i've heard from the other fuckers in the meeting you were not the one they should have fucking let go amen everyone's always someone's always saying something problematic they're saying the dumbest shit all the time they're i should have been always... recording every meeting Honestly, watch, they're going to fucking implode on themselves because they're going to have a fucking ad campaign when they have someone in brown face or some shit. Like, they were saying some crazy stuff that I would look at Katie and be like, Are, you need to tell them not to do that. Yeah, you need just to tell the most them insane. That you had the best ideas consistently. I know. You made that bitch cry with your Sesame Street idea. And if, if I fucking see Big Bird on the national association of realtors campaign guess what i'm taking out all of sesame street i'm going <laughs> uh, i'm firebombing sesame street did chris believe you when you told him you got fired because if oh, you he was in the me... room because if you came over and you're like i just got fired i would have been like haha do you want to get sushi i would not have believed you 
yeah he was in the room listening to me go I I will say after the this is a little uh, deep dive I don't know if our listeners know we got to listen to a 30 minute phone call of (laughs) someone in the industry getting fired or about to get fired for her lack of good work and all I can say is that at least mine wasn't that that's why I was really nervous about you getting I was like they fired you for like performance because you do so well at that job so they so, were yeah, really was like, like we don't need you we, we have don't have any people. money left we're barely staying afloat with our three little shitty uh companies that were you know or brands that we're working on and I did say like well keep me in mind for the future you know you got to say all that shit but I literally just t- just went this sucks like they're like do you have any questions I went no this sucks <laughs> did they know you just moved to LA too yeah yeah they were like and we're sure you're gonna land on your feet <laughs> And you deserved it. <laughs> and you deserved it. And you're going to land on your feet. I'm like, yeah, I do live in a second story apartment. So maybe I could try. Let's see. What- <laughs> I am absolutely beside myself. I was curious. The pa- Oh, monkey. A monkey's there to make you feel better. Oh, and do they ever. <laughs> if they <laughs> If there's one thing keeping me from jumping off the balcony, it's definitely these dogs. You need those. You need Cadence's little paws on the on the floor. That's making, right. Um, <sighs> this is insane. <laughs> well, I was curious the other. When did you get fired? A week ago. Last Friday. Yeah. What have you been doing this week? Did Crying. Self care. Katie well fuck I guess it's more of a um I guess I I cried a little bit the first day but I was like not surprised it wasn't like I was on the on the call with Myra going (laughs) 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 ready for this the other one when we were supposed to meet up and then I had a headache from just not sleeping good I guess but I unplug my headphones and out of the speaker goes (laughs) I'm like is that playing all the time on my computer maybe so when you had to cancel the other day because you had a headache you had already been fired I'd already been fired I literally was so excited to to do this podcast I stayed up way too late and I got everything ready and I was like watching tv and then I went to bed and I'm like can't wait to get up in the morning and then it was like (laughs) I was up and I was just like, so, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. I can't take the gummies. I tried to take the gummy to go to sleep. The California gummies, they stay, make you wake up and then you go. Stay away from all of the California edibles. I cannot emphasize this enough. They're so it's, cheap, but it's, God yeah, damn. but it's too much. It's all way too much. The 10 milligram I went, well, that's yeah. it. I had an identity crisis. Well, yeah. I'm so sorry that this happened to you. Thank um, you. I, you right, you will land on your feet. Are you going to look for another copywriting job? So I've like been in that field. I'll show you my uh, my wall. Oh, how look many at that. jobs I've applied for? Oh, that's how many jobs you've applied for, guys. Isn't viewers... fifty-seven applications on LinkedIn. Listeners, you can't see it, but Katie just showed me a whiteboard that had so many um tally marks <laughs> so many tally marks will they write you a letter or anything since they fucking fucked you over she said she would and then i'm like 
I guess I would rather have one from my like main boss, Daniel, because he was like actually saw my work. Um, so I guess I can ask him, but like most of the things on LinkedIn don't ask for that. They're just like cover letter and resume. And the first few I sent out, I did, I was just like, I'm not writing a cover letter. And then I was like, maybe I should write a cover letter. And then yeah, I did. You should, but God, is it awful? Yeah. Well, I thought, I mean, this might be a joke later, but I just think it's so funny, like how little confidence I have in myself when I'm like, yeah, I do comedy. Yeah, whatever. You know, you kind of feel like a fraud. And then you're on yeah. these, like, you're writing your application. You're like, no one's ever written a tweet like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, it is weird because the other day I I went on the AI generated message thing for the first time. And I literally thought of you because I typed in write a log write an ad write an Instagram advertisement um for a picture of like a gay couple drinking a Coca-Cola. And they wrote this beautiful thing with hashtags. And I was like, God, I hope Katie's job doesn't see this. She'll be out of a job. Well, that's the and funniest thing. They've been all like obsessed with AI stuff the last couple months. But I think it's a scam. Okay, so here's what I think. Here's my conspiracy theory. Bill. You know the whole no one wants to work bullshit? Like that nobody wants to work? Yeah, nobody wants to work. For sure. Well, nobody wants to work, you know, shitty jobs for low wages. Mm -hmm. So now what they're doing, I think, is they're like, okay, we're going to use AI. And all the people who had like online jobs, like any any remote job, we're going to use that as an excuse to cut them. And then they'll have to go work at Subway and Jimmy John's and shit. So that they can make our sandwiches. Yeah, because AI can't make sandwiches yet. Right. So, but the thing is, is like the, like for like, let's say the art department, if they wanted to do an AI visual, you know, whatever, none of that content is there. So it's like all already somebody else's IP that AI is stealing and mushing together. So it's like, you can't even use the art side of it for. Oh, really? That's good. At least the agency. Yeah. I literally think the agency is like really bad at um, getting and maintaining clients. Yeah, I bet. Like we lost Coca-Cola and then they were just like, well, I guess we don't have a client anymore. And it's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> how did they lose? Co I cannot believe they fired you. <laughs> like I can't you were the best. Like I sat in on the meetings. You were the best one they had. I was. Well, I think I was also the only one coming with like an outside perspective who hadn't been like indoctrinated into their like little corporate culture. Um, so I guess that's a good or a bad thing. But uh, yeah, I think they wanted me. And I'll, can you imagine this? The girl who gave me the race, she goes, would you ever consider moving to Chicago? And I went, no, I've already lived there. I don't really want to go back or whatever. What if I'd been like, yeah, I'll move there. And then they're like, you're fired, bitch. Yeah, it seems like no one knew they were firing you because they gave you a raise weeks ago. It seems like nobody knew what I did there. I don't know. Well, it was maybe it was too much of a good thing for too long. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it always felt like, okay, are they going to get rid of Like, I had made it through lots of the layoffs. So I feel like at least there's that. But I do have a... Uh, what is it? A prospect of, excuse me, being a copywriter for an email. I'm going to write an email. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't sound so excited, Katie. Uh, well, it's an email. Do you know? I'm sure. I'm sure you'll find a new copywriting job. Did you? But not not an email. Um, 
Did you uh did you tell your parents? Did you tell your mom? Katie's nodding her head now. No. Well, here's the thing. I told her about the shooting and that felt like, you know, pretty bad. She didn't want, you know, I don't think she, I think she'd like this news less. Are you serious? Yeah. Cause at least the shooting, like we were fine. Like this she'll be like, you won't be fine. But you never were even close to death during this meeting. Yeah, exactly. That's true. The Myra Newsbaum death. That's Guys. her that's her name. I don't know how to spell it, so <laughs> don't 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 write her an email. Is Chris freaking out because his sugar mommy's <laughs> laid off? Well, he had a he had a similar incident where apparently in uh no <laughs> please do not tell me he also got fucking fired no did he get fired <laughs> what dude what the fuck did you do in a past life what you both got in la he got fired um well like the company had been working for doesn't let you work in california and so when he changed his address to get it updated it went sorry he didn't know that until after he lived in Cal. Mm-mm. Why does there's like weird California, like I guess all that gig worker legislation made it so that like it's harder to be an employer here. So they just went, oh, fuck that. The I am speechless. <laughs> uh-huh. So we're, we're, have... we're on our feet, but don't worry, we'll be on our knees pretty soon. <laughs> This does make sense because I've been texting Katie a lot and the energy I've been getting from you over text has been interesting. I'd be like, how are things? Are you good? And you'd be like, we're good. But I could tell maybe something was amiss. No. <sighs> so has he found a new job yet? Yeah, his thing starts on Monday. Right. Okay, good. So he'll be sugar daddy then. He'll be my sugar daddy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, this will be a hilarious bit. I'm sorry, I hate to be that person, Ugh. but the fact that I you hope got... so. I haven't gone on stage in almost a month, so well, you've been moving. I have been moving. I, my first show is um, I did get to see Catherine Blandford here. It's so fun. I saw y'all had brunch or something. We had very uh, sweet. We had some midday um, Mediterranean food. It was very yummy. Nice. Um, she got a ticket from where she parked, so like, just don't come near me. <laughs> like things are not good. <laughs> If you want to come see me, what the f- maybe your don't. plane your plane will crash on the way to LA <laughs> if you're on your way to see Katie. Just don't come visit me. If it's a you know a, a train, there's gonna be a derailment. Whatever it is, just you you stay away. Uh, the well, I'll be honest, bad. and I'm not even just saying this. I swear to God, you look great. All oh, this hardship you. has been doing something for you. Your skin is glowing. Your hair is blonde. You do look really good. Oh, thank you. The eyeliner is on point. Thank you. I, I, so, you really don't got it that bad? I don't got it that bad. We have been walking the dogs a lot. Um, yeah, because you don't have anything to do. <laughs> we're trying to make it like, we're trying to make it into a business. We go, you like the way we're walking these dogs? What if we did this to yours? We're just screaming at people. And on they're the like, street. what's wrong with that one? And you're like, you'll see. Mama, that dog ain't got no eyes. Yeah, mama. <laughs> But um, I will say the weather, I think the, I think California's made Cadence feel better. She looks amazing. Cadence is Katie's dog. Also, I'm, I'm, at least all this bad things are happening in good weather. Right. Like, that's probably lessening the blow a little bit. Um, Cadence is Katie's dog that, how do I put this, looks <laughs> fucked. She's fucked. 
<laughs> but she's very cute. I felt like I was hurting your feelings when I kept saying I was laughing. Was I hurting your feelings when I was like, when my parents were in town, my dad kept bringing up that photo because I sent them that photo. Oh, the one where she looks like goofy? <laughs> yeah, he sent them that photo. And they were just like, what the fuck is they had so many questions. And then my dad kept asking for pictures and stuff so i kept texting katie asking for pictures and i was like i hope she's not i hope i'm not hurting her feelings i'm like oh, no. be pictures of your dog so we can talking shit about cadence is my bread and butter so we can laugh um yeah. i miss the sound of her walking on tile or on wood floor just like it's a little creep chris cut her it. toenails the other day see we're getting stuff done she does <laughs> she had, she does look good she looks healthy like yeah la is good for her yeah, she's been walking like we've take her out like five times a day. It's an insane amount of times to take a dog out. But oh my god, Katie, we're like get outside. We're walking. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the I like the neighborhood. I like that. That's good. <laughs> okay, when is your first show, and what is your first show? Plug it I, in case the in case the podcast comes out in time. I don't know if it will. Maybe I'll put it out on Monday. I can put it out hey, today. You have um, no excuse. You have no job. That's true. I have no job. <laughs> I'm kidding. Take your time. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, take, all the, take all the time you need, baby girl. One of my goals was to edit all those videos that I recorded in the last few months where I didn't have time. So I've gotten 11 videos made. I want to get enough to where I can schedule like a month and just not think about Instagram. Is that a bad idea? No, that's impressive. I have noticed though, I did the schedule feature for like eight videos and they didn't pop off as much. Oh, so, they want you to hand post them? I don't know. You experiment, do two and see what happens. Because they're like post consistently, but I feel like when I post consistently, they don't blow up. But I think I still do see a steady incline of engagement. So oh, that's good. Exper experiment with it. <laughs> Morales told me that her manager said, she should be posting once a day plus six stories. And I'm like, that's an insane amount of things. I definitely post a ton of stories. I think stories are easier because I can just like see something I like and put it up. Stories um, are easy as fuck. You don't have to caption a story. Exactly. Um, but that that was one thing I said to Catherine. I was like, well, if you need anybody to caption videos, that could be my job. That's great. Well, it's good you captioned it. That's impressive. That's very impressive work. Something. Um, but my first show is at the Comedy Store on Monday. <laughs> okay, little flex. That is a pretty great first show, Katie. What's the name of it? K kiss your little muscles. Catherine Blandford and Friends, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the opportunity to announce my um, departure from comedy. <laughs> Katie moved to LA just to hang out, I guess. I mean, is it so bad? They do it in New York. Everybody I know moved to New York quit. So they're just like, I just want to live here. Yeah. Um, for well, at that's least very... one year. I can live here for one year and then go to the toilet. <laughs> well, that sounds like a very exciting, fun first show. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, I don't know where to park. I'm going to have to look up parking <laughs> and get there three hours early. Maybe how far is it from where you live? Can you just Uber? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. It's probably expensive. <laughs> gotta save my pennies. <laughs> I gotta save my pennies for a rainy day. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but Kitty was putting her little nose against the microphone to make her look like a little piggy. A little piggy. There's my little, little pig. Um, but yeah, how is... Uh... How's how's you? 
<laughs> I did have a dream the other night about oh us, God. and we were just singing the uh, She's a Phenomenon song, and I, I woke up and I was very sad. <laughs> Aww. But it was fun. It was, that was the most fun I've had since I was here. I was asleep. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my top 10 times in LA have been with my <laughs> eyes closed. It looks like you're drinking a fun little iced coffee. Yeah, you gotta make them at home. They're too expensive to buy on the street. <laughs> She's a phenomenon. She's a glamazon. Female, Female phenomenon. Here, how about you go to my parents uh, for dinner? How about uh, you let my mommy and my daddy take care of you? They have a jacuzzi. Ooh. You I do just have never to... leave the Rubens house. You do have to hang out with them, but they are very fun. And my dad has enough Madelines for you to live there. I wonder how many Madeline, how many Madeline, a Madeline, how can he, how, how many does he eat a day? Um, it depends a on if he's, a, oh, more than a pack, more than a pack I've a day him, kind of guy. I've seen him sitting watching um, Swamp People and go up four times to get two more Madelines. You'd probably like a lot of my dad's snacks. He has Madelines. He drinks only lemonade. Ooh. I bet I bet you like lemonade. We got some lemonade in the fridge right now. See? Yeah, he left some in my fridge. Um Yeah, y'all y'all are both stoners, so I think you would have the same the same uh thing in snacks. Oh, let me see cadence. Somebody's somebody's walking up the stairs. <laughs> Monk, stop. Uh oh, somebody went in their house and they're not allowed to. <laughs> um so oh so were your parents visiting for any specific like reason when they were there? For Mother's Day. For Mother's Day. I wanted you to go, oh fuck. <laughs> like you forgot about the holiday. I um, did send my mom a card. It got there late. That's really sweet though. I did it. Did it say happy Mother's Day? I got fired. No. I'm not gonna tell her until I get a new job and then I'm just gonna be like, got a new job. What did she say to you when you left? Take care of yourself. She said, don't let that job go. <laughs> Whatever you do, cling on to that job like the jaws of a life. God. And if you lose that job, don't you even think of coming home. If my daughter's not a copywriter. <laughs> she's no daughter of mine. No daughter of she mine. She ain't a Hughes. You tell Chris he can come back unless he put that he lives in California on something <laughs> and then he also cannot come back. That is crazy. Well, things really can only go up from here. This will be a funny story eventually. Like, oh, I've been laughing. laughing so much. It is hilarious. <laughs> I said, how, I said, I opened this podcast with going, Katie. Everyone's been asking me how. What do I say now when people ask me how you're doing? Because I've been like, I think she's great. Da 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 da. She you has a great tell them that um, my my string of bad luck has followed me to the west coast. <laughs> And that I've been cursed by some ancient deity. <laughs> no, no, we need to reject all of this. You need to talk to my brother, who's a life coach, and he will switch all of this around for you. Well, can I tell you what I have been telling myself? Uh-huh. I go, it's all going to work out, just like Tamar said. I have been saying that. Good. Everything works out for us. For the comedic purposes of this Everything. podcast, it is funnier to be is. a dour little cunt. But It says there's only seven minutes and 35 seconds left on this recording. On so this we can restart it. Sick. uh when it ends i guess Perfect. because Kate. it used to let you go forever if you only had two Ugh. people on zoom 
back in the day. Well, Katie, let me, everything works out for me and you are one of my best friends. So everything also works out for you and it will, this will just be a, one of my best friends. Oh, you're one of my best friends. (laughs) We have not talked since you left. When Katie hugged me by, I cried. I cried when I got in the car. I had a real like jagged little, like, I was like, don't you hold it together. And I got in the car and I went, <laughs> I saw when we were walking. And I went, I'm just really going to miss her. And then Gabe went Tamar and they gave me a hug. Oh, Katie came. It was very full circle because Katie saw me do my first headlining spot in Asheville, which none of you fuckers even went to. Uh... <gasps> Look, it's Chris. Oh, Chris. Hey, Chris, Chris, come tell her. Come tell tomorrow. Good things have been going for us. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, come get it. Come get a slice of this cake. There's my little LA boy. Let me see him. Chris, LA boy, you're dark. Come say hi. Hello, guys. <laughs> listeners of the podcast, you just got our first Chris voice reveal. We've never gotten a Chris voice reveal. And he looks. He looks LA as. Can you hear me right now? Yeah. Oh no, he can't hear you. Hold on. Oh, he looks. L- oh God. Oh, God. Mr. Chris. Mr. Chris, this L.A. sun, you better be wearing sunscreen, you tan son of a gun. (laughs) What did he say? Chris, she said you better be wearing sunscreen, you tan son of a gun. He's got a flashlight out right now. (laughs) What's happening? He's just nodded a no. Why do you have a flashlight (laughs) out? Put that away. Come here. The dogs are losing There there he is, the breadwinner of the household. (laughs) He's picked up a microphone. (laughs) Listeners, you can't see this. Chris has entered the screen with a microphone not attached to anything. What should Chris and I do? Chris and I are going to do a podcast, and we're not going to record it. We're just going to, we just need some conversation topics. (laughs) Am I back? Am I plugged back in? Yeah. You guys should do, um, you should do those 36 questions to fall in love with someone. Oh, God. And see if you guys can fall in love. What if we can fall in love? You guys should definitely have a podcast. That'd be so fun. I got her. Um, I got her. Guess who back in the house? Guess who back in the house? (laughs) She's loving it. The freaks are going to love this. (laughs) Yes. Oh, oh, that one's biting me too. She looks great. She looks good. She does. I love her. All right, freaks, we're back. Um, But. Oh, yes. Before we went off, before we had to add our transition music. Um, yeah, the last time I saw Katie was in Asheville and it was very full circle because she was there to watch me. And then the first time I ever met Katie, I did her. I did Noni's. And do you want to hear something kind of cheesy I did when I went home? Hmm. I was so in my I was so emo, Katie. I was like, oh, Katie, oh, Katie, I'm so happy, Katie. I went home and I looked up the the I recorded it, the first recording of me going to Noni's, and I listened to that. And I was uh-huh. like, this is crazy. So much time has passed. And you so much so time nice. has passed. You were so nice to me in it. It was so cool. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Was I on stage going? Holy shit, we got somebody funny. <laughs> you said I, I I heard you laughing in it, which is crazy because I listened to it back and I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. And then um I uh I got off and you were like, 
was this your first time here? And I went, yeah. And you went, but not your first time on stage, right? And I went, no, because really it was like my sixth time on stage. And you went, uh, well, please come back, please. Very funny. Oh my God, please come back. <laughs> please. Oh my God. Come host this for me, please. <laughs> yeah, you were begging me to come back. <laughs> oh, I remember that because I remember being like, I think the second time you showed up, Catherine was there and I was like, you got to watch this girl. <laughs> It was uh so it was, it was very full circle and very that's awesome. Very yeah, and then she you needed great headlining. Like the way that show built to your closer was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> tell because... me your <laughs> yeah. Tell tell me your view. <laughs> because so I get there and I I'm right at the tail end of Olivia's uh, Liv Smith set. Yeah, and I'm enjoying it. But like it's musical comedy, so it's kind of like hard to like laugh throughout. Like so, it's yeah. hard to get a, a vibe of what the audience is enjoying, right? And then Gabe gets up there, and you can just see in his face, he's like, "They fucking hate this. I hate this. We all hate this, right?" But uh-huh. he he powered through. He did his full time. We're all yep. very proud. That's... He had a big a, a good ending. He ended very strong. Yeah. All you can do sometimes is just be like, "I have poise, and I can do my." If you don't have anything else, you can do your full time. Yep. You know, just yes, power through. Um, and then, uh, you got up there and, um, you like, it was kind of like, you'd have them and then they'd start chatting and then you'd have to like engage with them. And so the show is more about this group of about eight, six to eight lesbians mm-hmm. who all knew each other from therapy, they but were they were all, the therapists. They were working therapists. Yes. They were working therapists. And they're, they're just women that you're like, well, I hope that you're better at therapy than being an audience member. A thousand percent. Because y'all are terrible. And then the other people were enjoying it, but it was like the talking of these women was so much. And I think when you advertise, and this is not to say anything about the showrunner or anything, but if you advertise a show uh, that's like queer comedy, I don't know if queer... It, being queer isn't a monolith right yeah is that the right phrase for that where you're like well what does that mean like you know the queer experience isn't one thing yeah but there's just eight lesbians so they were i think they were expecting the queer kind of comedy that their queer experience had been yes it's tough i don't know how i feel about like well just tough because people come expecting something and i have a boyfriend you know Right. So, so it always feels like four people certain... on the show were in heteronormative relationships. Yeah. Which we love to see it. We I love we love it when a man and a woman can find I their mean, way together. I mean, that's just in the Bible. <laughs> Sorry, you can't argue it. That's just what the Bible yeah, says. I'm gay and I'm dating a man. So what? <laughs> so what? Um, just like Jesus said. Uh so it was very it was it felt like a little contentious, like they were like mad that maybe I had to win them over for sure. And right, I was you tell a joke about dating a man and they're like, I haven't had that experience. Not yeah, for they, me. And in the past, I've, I, in the past, gay men have loved me. Knock on wood. Like some of my best sets, I think, have been for like gay male audiences. Mm-hmm. And then I've had a harder time with like lesbian audiences. But I think I might have broken it with this because at first I was like, they're not fucking us. But I think they ended up having such because the, they had such a good time that at the end, like all of them were coming up to me and like complimenting me and like buying stickers and stuff and like saying how much fun they had, how like 
how funny it was. So that I think having that amount of time, I was able to win them over. But yeah, that's definitely not what they wanted, which is fair. That's not what they were expecting. But I think that's like the job of a good comedian or like the sign of a good comedian is like, okay, here's what I'm selling. I'm selling hammers. Everybody in the audience, they want pizza. How do I convince (laughs) them that they want this hammer? And then I think that you did a really good job doing that. But your closer is, it starts with the phrase, have you ever been having sex with a man? And they all went, no. Yeah. Hilarious. Which I said, which I said, I think I know the answer to this question. That was honestly, them kept saying, no, I should post the clip. It was the best. My favorite that joke has ever gone, honestly. It was really like, great. It really just built to this thing where it was like, you kept asking the intro question. It I was kept, so I wouldn't stop. <laughs> I got freakier and freakier. I went, how do you, I literally was, I watched it back. I'm like, I'm literally going, just once, just once in your <laughs> wildest imagination, just a singular time, had sex with a man. <laughs> You were really, yeah, I thought the way you sold it was really good. Like, I was, like, doubled over, and, like, (laughs) I know all the comics appreciate it, but I just thought it was really masterful that you got, like, eight lesbians to be, like, fine, we will admit, one time we imagined, (laughs) what if we had sex with a man? (laughs) Thank you. There was, it was definitely a big learning experience for me. There was a lot I was very proud of in that set, and then obviously I was like, well, yeah, obviously there's a lot of growth that needs to happen because I don't have 40 minutes um but obviously I said I did as anybody, one does. I mean I think anybody can say they have 40 but I think the fact yeah. that you fulfilled that obligation I, even I though was... you had been told right before you got on stage you don't have to do your full time <laughs> I did my full time I did two minutes over so that was a good that was a good learning experience um that was very that good I was happy with um I was very worried about, uh, yeah, I was just worried about y'all driving back that night, but I was glad you got back. That's good. Oh, yeah, we were good. Um, we were chill as cucumbers. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, I'd never been, I, I'd never been to that pizza place before. That was exciting for me. We got pizza afterwards, and I ate my pad thai I bought earlier inside the pizza restaurant. Very fun times. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, now you're a headliner. So now I'm easy peasy. I have done a lot of 20 minute sets since then. Nice. Which is funny how that works. Um, 20 yeah, is that pro- sweet spot. You know, do all your favorite ones. Have they all been good? A lot of the 20 minute sets have been in situations where I'm like, I haven't been able to do material. It feels like because it's not a good, you know, it's just not what it calls for. I've done material, but it hasn't been material. Like I've done 20 minutes where it was material top to bottom, but I feel like I've done a lot of recently where it's, not that i yeah i think when i especially i've done shows like where you said you went to like warner robbins like i've done shows <laughs> like in fucking south georgia and you get on stage and you go all right i got my set list i got my game plan and then you go oh they hate me oh my god <laughs> dude i did a show Fuck, in they fucking hate me it was crazy i'm never the type of person that's like like I'm not the per like I I don't not do well and I'm like well they're sexist you know right because there's times I've not done well and I'm like I just didn't do well this wasn't their jam yada yeah but I can tell I can tell and I can feel it when it's something else and I did this show and it was a good show it was God where was it it was in Gainesville maybe it was in Gainesville I don't remember um and basically like the host does great 
the someone did a guest spot it was like his first time doing a, like a book show they loved him they were just like very fun all white crowd but I could tell that when I walked in I looked nice and I could tell and I'm not saying this is like my ego but like there were like older men who were like staring at me and like a not in a creepy way, but like I clock them like, oh, they think I'm attractive. And sometimes and I'm not saying the whole audience, but sometimes that does not bode well for me, depending on like where I am in the South. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, me, I'm like, I didn't do well because I'm too hot. But th- there is there is I really do think there's something there. And then this and then, hey, I've never had that. problem. <laughs> <laughs> you, you be quiet, you California dream. And then. Jay Bidlani goes up, who's hilarious, and he mm-hmm. does great. But you, his material is, like, very edgy and very dark, and he's talking about abortion, and he's riffing about free Kevin Spacey. And there's times where he, like, lost them, but even when he lost them, they were, like, giving him, like, they were letting themselves be won back over and, like, still, like, being very supportive of him. And, like, he he did great. He killed. Yeah. Then someone else went up before me and did and had, like, the best that I did awesome did great and they're all just like super energetic and then I went up and I could just like feel their energy a lot of them was just immediately different with me like their energy was different they weren't giving me like the same energy they'd been giving the people before me Mm. or like the same like like the person before me made some crazy joke about killing himself and I saw people that like did not like it Mm. but then I watched them like warm back up and start laughing at other stuff but I made a joke about like Jesus and I saw people nodding their head no and then crossing their arms never doing anything like the entire time so I'm like working really hard it's not I'm not bombing but I'm not I'm I'm frustrated because I feel like I'm not even getting close to the like this man who's been silent the entire show immediately starts talking to the person next to him this before I even open my mouth on stage and then I made this was I've never said anything like this either I made my joke about my prom queen joke which isn't in my opinion that that crazy of a sex joke the people before me had been talking about sex I said Mm -hmm. The joke is like, I hate telling people I'm prom queen. They're always really dramatic about it. They're always like, oh my God, why would you say that while I'm inside of you? Mm-hmm. So it's dirty, right? But it's not the craziest thing I say. And I swear to God, I said that and people went, oh, people groaned. Really? Oh. And we're not. And I said, and I've never said anything like this. And this was crazy. I said, God, that's what I love about being a woman <laughs> doing comedy. Is I said, I just followed two men that talked about killing themselves and abortions for 30 minutes and y'all were like yeah that's cool and then I make a pretty tame sex joke and y'all are like that's I said I say the phrase come inside of me and y'all like that's where I draw the line (laughs) people that were frowning at me literally laughed and like looked at each other and like shrugged and like nodded in agreement what are you gonna do we're insane yeah it was bizarre they were like they like it got like a huge I was when I when it came out of my mouth I was like I shouldn't say this I have a lot left of my set but um like should I ruin it now or (laughs) see if this works but they laughed and they looked at each other like she's right and it was so strange and frustrating and then like I finished the set set goes good what it's fine it's not as good as it should have like as it could have been and then afterwards, the owner came up to me and he was like, hey, thank you so much for saying that. Like, they don't see a lot of women go up there. The owner who's responsible for booking the show? No, he doesn't book it. Oh. He was like, 
he was like thank you for saying that like they just don't see a lot of women go up there I was like damn that's interesting I mean I appreciate him saying that but it was it was isn't it funny to like let like watch people just like let themselves be like freely misogynistic like Jay, I love him, and he's a he's and he's hilarious. Yeah, and he says insane stuff. That yeah. is funny that they are letting themselves. He's talking, you know, they're he's talking about abortion and da 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 da. And he's gonna fucking kill himself and da da da. Nine eleven, the twin towers, and then I make a sex a roofies, and then I make a sex joke, and they're like, "Get this miss out of here!" Like even before I opened right. my mouth, they were reacting like, "What's she doing up there?" It was bizarro a thousand percent it was bizarre when you were but when you were off stage did you know it was gonna go like that no okay well, i usually go like if, if i know it's gonna be bad when i'm off stage like i just there's not like by the time you've decided your set list and you're like yeah. well i'm going on stage no matter what they've already paid me <laughs> like I didn't know it was going gonna go bad because yeah. only men had gone up before me and and again I usually don't talk like this because I'm like oh, I sound like I'm just being like they didn't like me and I some of them did you know I had there were people that were really cool but there were just people that were acting so insanely and then the fact that when I said that they like sh laughed so hard and were like shrugging and being like she has a point it was just like bizarro we've but actively chosen to be dismissive of her <laughs> <laughs> so weird yeah but i didn't think it was gonna go bad because it'd been going so good and they were they were just so down for anything like mm -hmm. that's why i thought it was gonna go because they were so down for the wildest shit that i was like and not just from jay like from the other comics too like they were down for just some wild shit that i thought like oh this will be very fun and it was fun but not how i expected it to be fun and once once you got them like broken on that like were you, were, did it go better yeah it did go better okay. and I had people that were cool the entire time and like I had a lot of fun with them but some of them they lapped it out and they were nicer but they were still like did Chris just throw something at you did you see it what did he throw at you love you bye filthy penguin listeners you missed it Chris Katie's love of her life just threw a disgusting did y'all pack that with you this is Monkey's favorite toy. <laughs> she is holding to the camera the grossest dog is. toy I've ever seen. It's a beanie baby. Its brains have been pulled out. Monkey loves this so much. It's her favorite. <laughs> I like but that Chris is going. That. Chris is actually beating me to. He's beating me. Thank God. <laughs> Chris he's is like, actually beating me. That's the podcast. And goodbye. Um, no, he's uh, going to an open mic. What? Where's he going? There's an open mic in Atwater Village at a place called We Know Vino. Okay. He's is this the first open mic he's done since he's been here? Mm -hmm. Wow, he's beating you. I know. He's period end of let's sentence. Let's put that let's put that up on a clip. Chris he's is beating, beating Katie. <laughs> um, but I'm very whatever, proud of him for going. That's awesome. I'm proud of him too. So he's been practicing at the house, walking around, and he goes, Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Who likes to go to the Galleria? Who likes to go to get pizza in Los Angeles? Um, I'm excited I did have to have some hear. delicious ceviche. Oh, good. You some, deserved that. I did deserve. I uh, went and saw my old boss who quit. She quit my job 
or my workplace uh, when the first round round of layoffs went and she was like, I don't think this is good. And I went, I think it's going to be okay. (laughs) Uh, But she moved out here and she's from New York and she fucking hated it out here. Really? Yeah. I guess like all of her, like, you know, friends, family, all that stuff was out in New York. And so, yeah, it was like harder. Does she like it more now? She, that was her last day in town. The day I got fired, I went to have lunch with her and she goes, well, we're moving tomorrow. And I was like, well, thank God we saw each other. That's crazy. I know. It's wild. So I've seen two people. It is nice to see people. This is, you've been my favorite person to see, though though you have not been here. Oh, but that's a little like, Chris is gone now. I felt like maybe I would never talk to another human being besides him again. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a frightening thought. Of course. You will make friends. I think the more, I mean, it makes sense you haven't been going out because you've been moving and that's like very, it's hard for me to do other things besides move because I want to be set up in my fucking house. Like, yeah, you're not going to take out your laptop and start emailing people on the ground. Like you need to be moved in first. Totally. And I feel like we've done a very good job. Like, I feel like uh, the worst was not not having a bed, but not having a couch. Cause like you could sleep on the floor, but you can't just sit on the floor all day. No. What are you? What am I a dog? What are you a fucking dog? But this desk, I got a standing desk. So I think that'll be good. You are so LA. I cannot even get over it. I'm not standing now, obviously, but this is what Good, it would look like I was if say, I was. <laughs> oh, you got really short. <laughs> oh, you're tiny. <laughs> I had my um, shins removed when I got out here, and now I'm a real freak show. My knuckles drag on the ground, but everybody says, be on America's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> Katie want to be different. Katie's like, everyone's getting a BBL. I'm getting my shins removed. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes my ass look bigger. Look how big my ass looks when I don't have most of my legs. <laughs> Well, I think you'll probably make a lot more friends when you start doing shows and going because I know there are some really dope comedians out there. Um, you should ask. You should get in touch with Kylie. I did see Kylie. Uh, I went to her show last Saturday. Oh, cool! And I didn't tell her I was going, so it was very fun to surprise her. So I guess that's the third person I've talked to. That's very cool. But she has good people out there. So just follow who they are and then show up at their shows and become friends with them. Okay. I felt also, bad because on Thursday, this was after I canceled our podcast for having a headache. I was just like, mm-hmm. distra- I was a little distraught. And I was just like, supposed to hang out with Kylie. And I was just like, I can't. I got all these emails to send. I'm trying to get a job. And then I wanted to go see her because she was in Atwater Village. And mm-hmm. it's very close. But I was just like, I don't know. I, I'm sure as someone else with mental illness she will understand uh you're, my you're not gonna illness. be in a fun vibe anyway right sometimes it's like when you're not feeling good you know like it's good to go out I'll feel better but then other times you're like I think if I go out I'll wish that I hadn't mm-hmm. I think I will yeah be a misery to those putting around on me. putting on like a face which is kind of exhausting like you're allowed to stay upset and be home and have a headache yeah well I haven't told anybody that I got fired except for like I saw Catherine in person so I told her yeah. she was like how's things but I was like <laughs> like I'm not like you know me I didn't even post about like the shooting like I was like yeah I got pictures of it what am I gonna put on Instagram <laughs> um, we could not be more different <laughs> I could go uh, to the doctor and it could be like you may have something we'll check it in I'm like guys devastating news <laughs> devastating news they're sending in testing <laughs> um but I was just like what if, you know I don't want to burden anybody with knowledge. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, I lost my job and people go, well, what are you going to do? And now I'm like, I don't know. 
can you help me <laughs> but your close friends want to know that I think so I also think like you know I guess I like I would have texted you that but like I was like oh our parents are in town we're gonna talk like I, I don't know I feel like I don't I don't want to be the person that we make fun of where it's like it's always bad news for Katie you know you could never <laughs> though because the fact that you have that self-awareness you could never be like that also you're not also bad. it's like also two real things that happen not that other things aren't real but like you don't live your mindset isn't in a place of let me always look for something bad that's happening to me I do yeah. relate though because I've been struggling I'm doing better now but I was really struggling this past month because I was really grieving my grandpa passed away a little bit ago and then both of my family's my childhood dogs passed away one first one which we were expecting and then two weeks later Tracy passed away and that I've had those dogs since I was 10 and I'm all so of that sorry. really like thank you and all of that really like impound like I felt very upset mm. and I really feel like I but it's hard to like when people ask like how are you and I also feel stupid being like my dogs died <laughs> and I'm who I don't live with but I was devastated yeah so honestly I shared it on my close friend story because I was like I want people to have this context because I really don't feel like myself and I'm in my head about I'm acting differently out and about and I don't want to be in my head and I would like to give a context of to my close friends on Instagram of what's going on in my life I think that's smart I guess I've never really like maybe i haven't utilized instagram to its full capabilities but i do think that's smart to be like you know you have to tell everybody the same thing they're like what's wrong and you're like well here's what happened well here's what happened but you know in my experience it hasn't stopped people from asking the same question we had okay here's the th so do, uh have you ever had like a retail job or like whatever where they're like they get mad if you get mad at the customers do you know what i mean yeah like the customers will ask the same thing. So at one time my job made us watch a video about these uh the guys who throw fish to each other at the the market somewhere and they're like, you know, just cuz you've heard the question a hundred times doesn't mean they've asked it a hundred times. And I always think of that cuz like comedians will be like, so when you move in, when you move in, when you move in, where are you moving to? Where are you moving to? What's your plan? What's your plan? And I find it very hard to not get frustrated with that. It it's, is frustrating. Yeah. And I know they're That's, being nice. I know they actually, like, you know, they care. It's not like I could do anything for them. So them asking is not, like, you know, sucking up or anything. But I just go, I don't know. How do you, how have you moved before? What did you do? The Can intention is you? good. But that's why I will never ask anybody whenever I see anyone in a cast or, like, mm. I will, or crutches, I never ask what happened. Ever. Yeah. Because I had my foot in a thing when I lived in New York. And, oh, my God, I was fucking furious by how many people it's just not that it's insulting it's just annoying like it's too much yeah it's like have, did you not think that someone else has asked that question before like that to me is more the thing where it's like i don't know i think i want to do like a not it not a not a bit but like maybe a chunk of jokes about how like i hate questions which is like stupid because it's half life you know you have to ask <laughs> questions and shit but like some of the things people ask me like are you going to do shows on your way to california yeah yeah i thought i would make the trip longer and more difficult for myself there's also that's why when I, you told me you got fired i did not ask first are you applying for more jobs and i probably wouldn't have asked it if we weren't recording the podcast because yeah. i was like obviously she's if she's not applying for jobs right now she's going to right 
maybe she's taking a break. I got fired but... and I'm never going to work again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations. You like that. I wish. <laughs> I start playing the fucking lottery. Give me that fucking California lottery. No, I understand. It's I that's it's that's why sometimes I'm annoyed. I I I try not to be, but like um when my parents asked about comedy, I'm really like I would really rather be talking about something else. Like I love that y'all are interested, but I don't know. It was a show. I don't know. It's this person booked it. They reached out to me on Instagram. <laughs> like that's very sweet, but yeah, I feel like parents ask the questions where you go, Ugh, you should know these answers. Yeah, you should know how the stand-up comedy booking works in Charlotte, North Carolina, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> um, I'm glad that they came and visited. So Me too, so nice. That's very nice. Uh, I, I do have to say, I tried the, the Madelines from Trader Joe's. Very nice. Yes. They're not quite as quality as the Starbucks one, but they are whoa half the price and you get twice as many so i yep. can give up a little bit of texture i'll have to tell my dad about quantity. the starbucks one for him to try and compare well i mean we get six madeline's for three bucks at trader joe's you get three for three at fucking yeah. start it's it's Target. all about quantity it's all about quantity they also have these uh black and white cookies but they don't call them that i guess it's not pc enough they call them <laughs> half moon cookies oh Oh, what? is that a black and white cookie? No, it's a half moon cookie. What's that even mean? It doesn't even look like a half moon. I know. Half the it, moon's covered in chocolate. I don't it, fucking know what that means. I do not. Oh, good. I see it. But the moon's never like that either. No. There's never a half moon. It's a crescent or a full. Let me fucking talk. God, I can. I cannot can wait till I become. Trader Joe's? I can't wait till I'm the person that's like, why are they putting happy holidays on there? because that's where it's going do you hear us We're like they're not black and white cookies anymore watch the deal like that's just a short couple <laughs> steps away from happy holidays really you can't it's say just a anything hop, skip anymore. and a jump for me being like what do i gotta put my pronouns in my zoom name tamar rubin <laughs> she her that just sounds ridiculous uh it is ridiculous but i um my favorite thing Something my quickest judge of character is I've been in so many uh like circle like I used to do a lot of improv and whenever I would go to an improv jam which is like a ton of people come and you get in a circle or any type of like orientation anything whenever I've been in a circle with people and they start out we're all gonna go around and say our names and our pronouns um hi my name's Katie I'm she her I go by she her someone's like hi my name's whatever my pronouns are he him his hi this happens for like. 10 people and then there's always one fucking person it gets to and they go um my name's jake my name's jake and they go okay what are your pronouns he goes um uh oh my i don't my pronouns are uh his i'm like you just heard some even if you even if you heard someone say that and you go oh what is that you just had 15 opportunities. Right. You were given hear, all the options of what to say. To hear what it was. Like, you know what it is now, so just fucking say it. Like, yeah. it's so obnoxious to me. It's like, you're really making a big show about how you don't normally do this. It's like, whatever. Like, but it's just, like everybody in the circle clearly doesn't care. You know what I mean? They're not going to be like, ah, oh, he's Jake. He's so cool. Ooh, Jake's a bad boy because it took him <laughs> fucking forever to spit out he, him, his. Yeah. Which, by the way, the Jake always a he him his always. A he, no one's him, ever his. done that, and they're like, uh, they. <laughs> that would be so. That's a funny sketch. It's like somebody who's like 
non-binary and they refuse to say their pronouns <laughs> they're like oh i don't know what that is um me my mind is it me my mind i've uh, been have i've had arden campbell's joke stuck in my head that's they talk about um like having to check their friends on pronoun use mm-hmm. and they went to like a thrift store and they tried on this leather jacket and their friend was like "Ooh, look at you you're a bad boy and then they went um no I'm a bad person. <laughs> I I keep saying that. I keep going. No, I'm a bad person. That's really good. Yeah, I like that joke a lot. That's very funny. I tried to explain to my mom about non-binary, and I think I didn't do good. <laughs> I don't um... think I won. I feel like <laughs> I had all my, I feel like I've been really, you know, watching all my leftist streamers, uh-huh. been listening to all my friends. Uh-huh. And then when it came time to like, fight my mom's fox news brain i was just like (sighs) you just yelled at her started choking her immediately yeah why do you care well like did she get it or did she just could she could could she not even get past the it's willful ignorance so like when i was little she'd be like you're being deliberately disobedient and i feel like she's being deliberately ignorant because here's the here's the here's the argument they is a group of people and i go no if someone left something in your store and you didn't know who it was you'd go they left something and i was so mad and it was all because my brother was bringing his two friends who were both they them over to the house to spend the night because they'd been camping and it rained and you can't camp when it rains so they made my dad they when i say they i mean caleb all three of them they thank uh, god for thank god you explained i would have free you would have you wouldn't have understood the numbers you see for a second i didn't know and so my dad goes to pick them all up they come to the house there's three of them so i could say they uh and i was like <laughs> i met them and one of their names i go hey i'm katie and they go hi i'm happy <laughs> i'm like well i am stoned <laughs> And look, now you're your mom. <laughs> look Cody, how fast that turned. I go, Cody, did you meet Caleb's friends? He goes, yeah, they always have some like Charles Manson type name. <laughs> I go, yeah, I just met Squeaky Fromm. And then it turns out the other one had a crazier name. What was it? May Apple. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow's kids named Apple. It's, it's still, we all made fun of that as a as a company and a country. Um, but Happy's last name, their last name was Feet. Hmm. Shut up for a second before you said that. I went, wait, we can't dox them. But then I realized we're about to say (laughs) the best joke ever. It's not a joke. That's their name. Are you serious? (laughs) They go by Happy Feet? You're lying. And May Apple. Can we even say that? Is that, can people find them if we put their full name? No, I mean, they're I not on happy, social media. If you look up Happy Feet, the movie is just going to yeah. come out. Well, that they were a amazing. penguin. They were they the what? penguin. They were Danny DeVito as the penguin in Happy Feet. I one time posted, that is incredible. Happy. I thought you were fucking joking. because No, like, and I didn't know that was their last name until I saw Caleb's Instagram post. And I was like, oh, they're both capitalized. That's very funny. Are, but we talk, I mean that is an incredible name, and I don't think they listen to our podcast. But if I had to be Happy Feet or Mackenzie, I'm gonna be Happy Feet every single fucking time. 
No offense to the name Mackenzie. It's a beautiful name, but it's I'm a more fine of a happy. Name, but it's no happy feet. I'm what more if we of a start happy. putting names like that on my resumes? <laughs> Catherine Hughes, and it says preferred name, and I go, <laughs> sad toes. <laughs> Thank God your dad didn't say anything like that. Happy feet. I'm more of a sad ball sack. <laughs> Welcome to the home. Help yourself. We got soda in the fridge. I was trying to be helpful because one of them was smoking a cigarette next to the house. And I was like, couldn't be me. <laughs> couldn't fucking be me. Happy feet. You know, I'd be I'd be happy lungs if I could <laughs> smoke a damn cigarette. Did you not smoke near your house? No. Oh, that's been I will say that has been the hardest or not the hardest, but like the weirdest thing to get used to is not feeling like a prisoner in my own home. Yeah. <laughs> It do feels you, like. Do your parents not know you smoke cigarettes? I mean, or just not talk to you what about. Are they stupid? Yeah, <laughs> but you would never smoke a cigarette outside your parents' house. Never. Wow. Never ever. Like, I was trying to do a joke about it before I left Asheville, where I was like, um, I would ask people, I'd be like, "Did your parents teach you not to lie?" And they'd be like, "Yeah." And I go, "But now that we're grown up, what do they want more than anything? Us to lie to them." <laughs> that is true, right? Like That's if I was like, true. oh, I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna go walk around and smoke a cigarette, they would be devastated. But if I go to the lake 18 times a day, <laughs> they just think Katie loves the lake. I told my dad when I thought maybe I had herpes and I was waiting for my results. I told him because I was so stressed out about it, and I was like, hmm, I wonder if he would have preferred I didn't say this. It's very cool. About <laughs> You're like, it. I have to spread the the freak out amongst the family members. So and my dad, the most destigmatized person I talked to, he was like, whatever. <laughs> Oh. I guess he I I guess he had had cancer twice so he was like why is that even a concern <laughs> relax Whatever. not a big deal that's so cool Ugh, I love yeah. your parents I am gonna go Me live too. in their hot tub so seriously my mom would love both of my parents would love to have you over I'm not kidding what city do they live in you said it's Orange County they live in Orange County yeah okay I'll tell you I'll tell you off tell the me air off the air. yeah so no one can I don't want my parents house. dox them I know where and what's their address um, <laughs> and their social is um <laughs> I posted one time for my parents thankfully had longer to learn because I had a lot of I had a few not a lot I had a few non-binary friends in high school so they had all that time when I was in high school to and they were good friends with that person like the first person that I knew that was non-binary they they were they really liked them and were really close to them so they had a lot of time so they wanted to understand and to like address them how they wanted to be addressed but if they hated them they would never know and they um they had like a lot more time i think to understand than like a lot of other people's parents who weren't introduced to that until later on but one oh, time i posted sure. on facebook some like meme i saw that i shared it wasn't it was like an informational like basically the gist of it was like oh if someone asks you if someone's on binary you know use they them pronouns it was something like that but it was a little it was more informative mm-hmm and someone commented like, oh, I want to, but like, what about the grammatical? Like, I'm not asking, I'm asking out of like, I want to know like the grammatical. And I was like, when have you ever cared about that? Like, when have you ever cared about that? Like, I've never claimed like, it, first of all, it is correct because you're right. If you, but also with that, when, when, when does that become something you're so passionate right. about? Right. That's, Especially if you're that's like, you I draw want the to. line. Especially like I want to use that. I just have it's like, well then if you want to use it, let's it's different between like, oh, it's an adjustment to get used to it. It's like, yes, of course. And there you will adjust. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because it's like also it's Hendersonville. So it's like I can't imagine there are dozens 
if any non-binary people coming into my mom's store where it's like she's gonna have to use it yeah but then when I'm like here's here's how here's how and why it makes sense it's like can you accept that like can you if you can accept the hypothetical of them coming into your store can you also (laughs) accept the hypothetical of how to address them were you nervous when they came about your mom interacting or no you're like it's fine uh no I didn't think my parents were going to interact with them and I was correct. Like my dad <laughs> brought them to the house. They got all set up downstairs. And then Caleb was just told them to like not go upstairs basically. <laughs> because like, I mean, also nobody wants to meet these dogs. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Uh, my dogs bit them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do, should we do one more transition? Yes. Let's transition okay. one more time. This is the next, I'm sorry. This is going to be a bitch to edit. Okay. But I guess you got nothing. You got nothing else going. And we're back, guys. We're back. Let us know. Has this been the craziest podcast episode? I think. I think it's gonna be crazy. I'm curious. Let us know how this one reads, because I feel like it's us catching up. Flash. I mean, this has been the highlight of my week. Personally, oh. I was just thinking that when you're logging back on, I was like, I don't know. There's always like that, like, oh, I got to do a Zoom. Like, you know, you've been traditionally been like, oh, it's time for a Zoom. But this has been the best Zoom. Oh, this has been so much fun. I literally feel like my life. I got, <laughs> do you say the best day of your life? The Zoom of my life. But it, I mean, it's all up from here. It's not oh, no. the worst day. <laughs> I am. Um, so yesterday, so Katie and I were supposed to zoom way earlier today but then last night well actually yesterday during the day my future sister-in-law texted me hey what do you do are you free 11 a.m on saturday and i did not answer because i forgot mm-hmm. and i was like 11 i just figured she was going to be in the area after she went on her jog and then she texted me last night and said well my little sister her baby got sick and she can't come to my wedding dress fitting do you want to come instead tomorrow mm-hmm. and there was a half second there was a half second when I was like, fuck, I can't push back Katie again. But then I thought I will go down is to her family, the worst person ever. If I'm like, sorry, I had to miss your wedding dress fitting to marry my brother. I had to record my podcast. My my cross country podcast must be recorded. <laughs> so I'm glad I got. And then obviously, like I wanted to I wanted to be there. But um, even though I was second to your pick, kidding. But what was, uh, we, how was it? Did she decide a wedding dress? She picked her wedding dress. Yes. We went to this very cool store. It was outside of Atlanta and it was like called affordable bridal and everything was fine. Everything was off the rack. So like there was no, like she took it home with her and we'll go get it altered separately. That's right. Way more affordable. Way more. All the bride, they had all these bridesmaids dresses. They were all like $35. I was like, holy fuck. The fuck? That's great. So that was very, it was very close. The first time I'd ever been wedding dress shopping i've never been i'll take you yes. i don't think i'm gonna wear a wedding dress though one day you'll change you'll change your mind <laughs> i think i'll wear definitely like an expensive cool dress but i don't think it'll be why i think i'll try some on for fun but yeah. i was looking through them today and i was like i don't think i watched so much say yes to the dress when i was a child so i just see how much styles change you know like nina panina sorry that's just like no longer it honey honey i'm sorry i said that everybody but it's like it's so much money for a dress you will never wear again 
That's the thing. Yeah. So definitely spending thousands of dollars on it is wild. Fuck. Even if someone's going to buy it for you, I'm like, can you just give me the thousand dollars? And, you know, $300 or something. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Oh, do you watch? Have you been watching the new season of Queer Eye? Is on Netflix? Yeah. You should watch watch it. It's really good. I kind of stopped watching after the hype of two of Atlanta's comedians (laughs) being on it. I thought this couldn't get any better. That's great. I watched that season, those episodes before I lived in Atlanta. And then when you got here, you went, I've never seen those comedians in the scene in my <laughs> day in my life. Then when I heard it, I was like, oh, and then I rewatched it. I was like, oh, that's trippy. I already had watched all this and none of it really stuck because it wasn't significant to me at all. The best thing was Neil Reddy not saying that he did comedy. And then they it's- were just like, let's get you a cool pad and then you can do a little comedy afterwards. It's like, okay. Wait, he didn't do comedy on the episode. He did. No, he didn't. Did he? He had a little party at the end. Did he not do stand up at it? I don't remember him doing stand up. I feel oh. like they only they saved, but Joe Gawas, his entire art was him doing stand up. That was his yeah. entire thing. And then it, I think it was at relapse in the end. It was at relapse. Crazy. You should have like this was. I think I was like newish to the comedy scene because it was I was still working at doggy daycare, so it was like my first two years in the comedy scene, and I wasn't a part of it at all. But I knew everybody who was involved, like Powell, Ian, Lace, like all the people who were like ancillary to it. And I'd been to re- relapse and everything, and there was I was just like I can't imagine wanting to be there for this taping. But then once I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like a real a real night to remember. It was, yeah, it was crazy because I, I watched it recently and not too, and I was like, oh yeah, there's Lace, there's Ian. And I was like, wow, when I watched that for the first time, none of these, like, I didn't know the fuck, none of these people stuck. because These they icons. To me. They were just random to me. Yeah. But this, this season is so good. And I tried to tell a joke about this, but I don't think enough people watch it. I just said it once. I said it on Limerick the other week, but like the season gets so more progressively tragic like it's a really good show but like the people on the show have more tragic backstories the more it goes on like first it's just like oh these you know these are just boys trying to find their way they're in a frat house and then it's like this person just lacks confidence and they're workaholic then it was like okay this person uh you know lost their parents in an accident it's like this person lost their parents in an accident and they're paralyzed this person's been incarcerated for 12 years and they haven't talked to their kids and they lost their own child and i'm like i just kept feeling like the season finale was gonna be like okay hunties today we're going to make over a ghost that is correct <laughs> our victim may he rest in peace i mean hero has been passed away since 1997 but how come his style looks like he's stuck in the 50s like it just felt like That's the last so funny they were gonna it was gonna be them making over a fucking ghost like how tragic could it get i think that could be relatable and i think you could just probably lie a little bit and be like yeah. why does every season of queer i start out fun and flirty and then it winds up the most tragic backstory i think you could do that <laughs> that's way better yeah that's a great idea because then people honor. won't have to be distracted by like oh i haven't seen this season you could just be like you're very correct here's what it is I'll write that down yeah, I had one joke fun. I wanted to write because we were what taking Cadence on a walk and Chris goes, if she doesn't poop, I'll kill myself. <laughs> and all I could think was, God damn it, that's going to be an awful eulogy to write. <laughs> he always had so much compassion for dogs, but he killed, he did, she did not poop and he killed himself. Uh, 
it's more it's the, the idea is funnier than the actual execution i feel like it is it's silly i like it there she is listeners this... you can't see this maybe we'll include this oh my god her ears are <laughs> why are uh... my mom kept going why are her eyes like that uh... can you hear mama her? that dog has no uh... eyes Caden, say your say what you want to say <laughs> is that her that was her going wait let me take a photo of her on the microphone cadence this is for the instagram oh my god that was her that was great good job good girl cadence cadence what did you think of the queer eye episode cadence has the most tragic backstory of them all what did my mom (laughs) what (laughs) my mom did keep asking what was wrong with her eyes i was like i don't know i think she just got old uh she had right yeah she is very old but she also had like cataracts so she had surgery on one of them and then the other one we didn't get surgery on and then the most recent thing that's like wrong with them is they don't produce moisture so every like speck of dust that gets in them creates a goopy goopy gunk you can take her to dog beach oh just the sand in her eyes just <laughs> I get I'll her go- give her goggles. little sunglasses. Yeah, I get her little goggles. She would for sure let you put those on her head. Oh, she would love it. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so here's what I was thinking for the future. I was going to maybe put out, or I'll send it to you because you post on our social, but ask people like what their favorite bits of the last 20 episodes were, and then we could do an episode of the greatest hits. That's so fun. I love it. I think that would give me something to do and Let's then because this i do agree this has been a catching up episode so i hope everybody has caught up with us guys and... come on that's what you always said you liked about the episodes you feel like you're just hanging out with us, just right? hanging out hanging out with just two girls with up. lots of prospects lots of prospectors um but yeah i thought maybe i could do that uh that's a great idea y'all please respond to that. also please if you're in la go see katie just come see me go see her come see her sometime if you're at the glendale galleria shoot me a quick text and say come meet me at the udon noodle shop in the food court and i'll be there (laughs) the way your eyes lit up when you said udon noodle oh have you can you eat an udon noodle no no there's gluten in it god damn it sad it's very sad really sad i'm gonna I'm going to spend all my time without a job devising a way to create a gluten-free udon noodle. I would love that. And then the I world will know. Noodle. Then they'll fucking know. I want my I thick am. spaghetti. I want my thick-ass spaghetti. <laughs> Pescetti. I want my spaghetti. Pescetti. Here, Kate, let's do some... I think it's a great idea. Y'all, now that Katie doesn't have a job and then I realized that setting up the microphone actually wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. We are, we are going to come back to regular episodes. Yes. Uh, weekly. Is that crazy to say? I would like to do weekly. From the person. I would love weekly. I can't do too early though because who knows how late I'll be up. Let's right. yeah. That's the only, only the only thing is the time difference, which is why when you were like one o'clock's fine, I was like, but Katie, that's ten a.m. for you on a Saturday. <laughs> Are you sure you want today that? was fine? I think I woke up at like eleven. Perfect, and I was okay. But yeah, if you ever <laughs> want to do yeah, we could just text. We don't have to talk about this on the air. 
No, they want to know. They need need to know. You guys, tell us what the best three-hour time difference is. Is it one to four? Seriously. two to five? If you have an opinion, if you have an opinion, I want to know. I need to know it. I need to know it. And if you're in L.A. on Monday night by the comedy store, can you give me a ride? Oh, give me a little ride. Someone tell her where to park. I'm sure. Look up. Google it on Reddit. I bet you there's a Reddit forum. Oh, yeah. There is a Reddit thread for everything. Do I need to poop? Go ahead and look that up on Reddit. On Reddit will tell me if I need to poop? The answer, don't push it. Uh Uh-oh. I've been pushing it this whole time. Caden, can you jump and kill yourself? (laughs) Do you see her floors? I just see her little ears. She looks great. She's looking great. We're She's all great. looking great. You're looking great. I'm looking great. I have two shows tonight. Okay. Where are you at tonight? I am at South City Art Studio, which I've heard is a great show. But listen to this. Um, Listen to the text message I got. <laughs> This was the message. So we're in a group chat with all the comics, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just going to take an Uber there because it's not that far. And I don't think anyone, I didn't know if anyone on the lineup lived close to me. I knew where a couple people loved and lived and it wasn't that close. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'll just take an Uber. It's 10 minutes. And then the producer sent into the group chat, y'all, all this long list, the area might seem kind of weird. It's fine. And he said, there is a train track. That has no lights and no signs. So please make sure you stop before the train track and wait to make sure there's not a train. And I was like, why the fuck would they not have light signs or anything? And then I'm like, but is the audience, are all the audience members being sent this (laughs) message? Or are you just hoping they don't get hit by a fucking train? So because of that, Katie, I'm so freaked out about it. Like, I am terrified of trains because... I had a driver's ed class where they showed us this sad video about this kid getting hit by a train in his car and going to heaven and the heaven was a diner. And um, I the hope thought heaven's of not hit, a diner. I was, it was a diner in the thing, Mm-mm. in the movie. I but like I was thought the thought about taking an Uber and the entire time waiting to say, there's a train coming. So now what I'm doing is I'm going, I'm riding with Zane Sharif, but I have to go with him to his show before. He's a show before. Then I'm riding with him to the show afterwards. Do you think you can get on his earlier show? It's a don't tell, so probably not. Mm. But maybe. Maybe. That's so fun. I mean, it's not funny that, like, (laughs) you know, usually like this, they go, oh, we put up this sign because it already happened. Yeah. Like, are they sending this email out because there have been so many train casualties on the way to this fucking show? It was just the book that's doing it. I'm like, what about all the audience members? They're not getting this fucking message. I have to tell them to not get hit by a train. And please remember, on your way to the show, don't get hit by a train. So so for some reason, I feel nervous getting in an Uber for it because I'm like, this Uber, I don't know. I'm just nervous to tell them. There's, I don't know why. I'd rather... Oh, I get that. Because you're like, someone. what if I don't tell them? And what if I buy a train? Yeah, freeze up and don't. But what if I do tell them and they go, rather... I'll show you. <laughs> I'm going to make it anyway. I'm gonna I'd rather it. be in the car with Zane Sharif. Yeah. I'd rather be in the car with Zane Sharif, who seems like he really, I know for a fact, values his life. 
Yeah. You should always and who go, I feel more comfortable with being like. You should always go with somebody whose whose stock is on the rise. He's going to take care to you know yes. p- put the brakes on. Old got, Katie, and Hughes, I feel, I'd be I'd be stopping on that track. <laughs> the, Katie, Katie, why are you driving on the track like a train? <laughs> also, you see that light coming? Doing the- I'm doing a lot. Also, of big I feel faces. more comfortable. I'd feel more comfortable, even though him and I aren't super close, I'd feel way more comfortable with him being like, hey, look out. But if it was an Uber driver and they were on the track while a train was coming, I would just be like, um, uh, I think, uh, I think, I think you can go. Um, yeah, you should go. <laughs> they're like, you shouldn't ask for a silent here, ride. <laughs> yeah, that's and the last that's thing I've ever me. wanted. To talk to the Uber driver. No, Cadence. What you doing? She wiggled her way off my lap, and I got her at the very end of her no. demise. Cadence, mommy saved your mommy saved your life. Your mommy. That's my biggest problem out here is that I don't does... have enough people to be the mommy for. Guys, who's gonna be Katie's daughter or son in L.A. Can somebody or be child? my baby? Can I be your baby? Maybe I'm tired of being mommy, Katie... and it's time for me to be baby. No, Katie. Your mommy. mommy. Thank you, mommy. mommy. <laughs> Anytime Katie would buy me a Yerba Mate, I'd go, thank you, mommy. <laughs> gotta take care of my babies. I gotta take care of my babies. What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Look, Caden's turned into a much more attractive dog. That's not her. That's a monkey, you 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 liar and you cheat. Liar. All right, y'all. Is that the episode, Katie? I think that could be the episode. Thank Was there you anything else you us. wanted to say? I'm trying to think. Is there anything I, else? I feel like we... Go on. Uh, oh, I feel like we were going to talk about all the shows that we did. All the wild shows. But I feel oh, like you, yeah. you got your... I just didn't talk about it. I guess we could quickly recap it. Is shut the yeah. fuck up. Um, <laughs> my going away show, which... God bless the Laughing Skull Lounge for giving me a big old, big old going away celebration. Nice we, little payday, but we did not that, talk about that. Was, that was fucking hilarious. We did not even. Okay, guys, Katie's going away show. They sold. It was sold out, right? There were 40 tickets all in the front that were all bought together. And we realized before the show even started that they were going to be a problem. They would not, I cannot decide, they were all from work. They all worked together and they were all wasted. wasted. And they would not shut the fuck up. It was, they would, they were like sing, scream singing Santeria before the show started. They were drunk. They were standing up. We could see them in like the cameras and stuff. And then every person who went up just had to battle them. And I'm glad like, <laughs> It would maybe it would have been more sad if it had been like this big like tearful goodbye where it was like oh I can't believe I'm leaving Atlanta comedy for the unknown but I'm like if this is Atlanta comedy I gotta get out of here. That's what I kept saying. I kept saying, guys, this is actually the best thing that could have happened because now Katie's not gonna be feel sad leaving. Yeah. If it had been amazing, she'd be like, oh, but it was like perfect. She's gonna want to get the fuck out of here after this. It was it hilarious. It was very. It, it was, was fun. Very Did fun you have fun? Time. I had a very fun time. Um, I had a blast. I'm glad that you were on the show and that all of my, I felt like it was like the best lineup they've ever had at the skull. Honestly, it was such, I was honored to be on the lineup. It was such a good lineup. It was, who was it? 
Me. Was, That's all I remember. No, I'm kidding. It was it was Zach hosted me. you. Uh, Will Nick Fosky, Murphy, Nick Murphy, Khaled, Brittany Dent, and me. And you closed it out. I closed it out. Incredible lineup. Yeah, and and everyone everyone did great. That's the thing. Everyone no one, did very good. Everyone yeah, so good. everyone handled it perfectly. Yeah, but so, God was it hilarious. And I think I sent everybody their tapes. Hopefully, because I got them from Andrew George. So that was very nice. Oh, he didn't charge me. That was really sweet. I should very look nice. and see if I still have mine. If you don't have yours, I think I can resend it. But uh, yes, yeah. Thank but you. Yeah, it was, mommy. it was very fun. It was uh, a very you know sad to leave Atlanta. But clearly things are going good for me out here. So everybody take a risk. Everybody get off, get off the old horse, get on the new horse, get on the bicycle, get a get whatever you gotta do. Get on a bicycle because you're not gonna be able to afford a car anymore. You won't be able to drive much longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well the dogs are screaming at me for their meal. Okay. No, it's perfect. Zach's outside the door anyway. I don't know how okay. long he's been out there. Well, I love you, my sweet, sweet daughter. <laughs> I love you, mommy. Freaks, <laughs> we love you so much. We love the freaks. And uh, thanks we'll... for letting. What? We'll see you next next week. Next week, you and yes, I will text every week. Every week, y'all. We're back, baby. Oh, I just hit the dog. Bye, coastal. Right. Bisexual. <laughs> bye, bye. Right, right, Kitty. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Incredible, invite me to your party, but I never go. I'm too caught up with that.